Hey everyone. If you didn't know, uh, though I'm sure it's mostly just our close friends listening uh, to this as of now, the Legendary Four are all from the Twin Cities in Minnesota, the state of which is currently very volatile. We just wanted to say that we hope everyone out there is staying safe. We hope you take the movement occurring as an opportunity to learn, and as much as you're able, take action to make our world as safe as possible for everyone. We've left some links to uh, things you can donate to in the description of this episode, as well as numbers that you can call to share your voice in demanding justice. Thank you for listening, and uh, we hope you enjoy the episode. So let's start the session off with a very difficult question, I think, oh, God. Uh, for characters. <laughs> right. So so a big part of me like playing D&D is something I realized like last year or the year before is D&D, all role-playing games are games about hard decisions, people making hard decisions. And so what I was curious about is what your character's hardest, de- or what is your character's hardest decision that they have ever had to make? Mm-hmm. Uh. I, I'm still sort of refining Surya's background, but uh, I do think something that I've had in mind for a while is that she uh, she was not in a good situation. She was living with just her mother, um, and it was sort of an abusive relationship, sort of. Not physically, but just like uh, emotionally, mentally abusive, uh, just not a good scenario. Um, because of her own mother's damage, half orc. Yeah, Surya's a half orc, so her father was an orc, and orcs are shit. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, I think the hardest decision for her was leaving her mother behind, um, and deciding that she needed to make her own life at a very young age. I think she left her mother at age like thirteen. And went out to forge her way in the world and struggled for a long time before she found uh, the Temple of Paylor and the worship of the sun. Nice. Okay. That works great. I love... Uh, there. Is, I mean, in this arc, there is orcs, just letting you know. So, Ooh. I mean, you will find that out very quickly. So, I am curious oh, as to how you will deal with those. Okay. Tortuga? Julian? Got anything? So, when Julian was really, really young... Not a huge, huge traumatic event for him, but it was easily the hardest decision he ever had to make. His whole house burned down once. Everyone got out. He had a pet dog. Dog got out. Everyone was okay, but he only had (laughs) enough time to grab one thing because it was in the middle of the night while he was asleep. So he had his pajamas and he was able to think of one thing and he looked down and he chose a whistle. And that's uh, how he ended up, I assume... That's how he ended up uh, going down the musical path because it was the one thing he had left over from that. So it was the thing he like decided to um, hone his skill on, and it's the same whistle I have now. My uh, my special whistle that you guys don't see. I don't think you guys have even seen it, and if you have, it's yet. been in a moment of Mm-mm. serious, serious, seriousness. 
I think we talked about it in the in the last session. Like the last question was like, what is a trinket that nobody else knows about? And yeah, so, that, so that's it then. Yeah, that's also, still it. Uh, I mean, speaking again about your guys' uh, Avatar podcast right now, there's the whole... Did we? Did you guys do the flashback episode yet? Shameless uh, plug. No, I think it's the one. I think it's the one after Jet. Yeah. No. Oh well, yeah, it's, it's coming a great up. Podcast. Two episodes from now, actually. Two episodes. Yeah. 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 But Aang chooses like out of thousands of toys, he chooses like the That's four right. Avatar relics. Right. That that makes me feel very similar to that, where it's like <laughs> Julian chose the whistle that yeah determined his destiny. <laughs> Julian chose the beatnik relic. Yeah. <laughs> I like looked down there was a turtleneck, you know. It's like, oh, I need that. All right. Like a bucket of water to put the fire out, a turtleneck. <laughs> Tortuga, you got an idea? Yeah, uh I think the icy toy toyga was he he grew up uh like he's a swashbuckling rogue, you know, kind of a uh technically a criminal if you will. Um, you know, but like kind of like a, a lower class, not like white collar criminal. But he wasn't like he's not like going out murdering people, but you know, he would, you know, you know, he's probably, you know, been a part of a gang that like, you know, stood up like a potion shop or something, you know, once <laughs> in his life or you know, he got into the wrong crowd, but like, you know, one of these mobsters, toidle, tortle mobsters, you know, probably took him under his wing. And uh, he wasn't exactly the greatest guy, but like it was family, you know? I mean, that's just how it, how it works in, you know, the toidle mob. Um, so wow. he, cool. I think he, yeah, he eventually realized like, hey, you know, I like this life, but I don't really want to, you know, I'm, I'm still like a good guy. I'm, I'm not, you know, this toidle mobster was, you know, probably put on hits on people and murdering people and some bad things going on uh so i think his biggest hardest decision was to kind of like leave that family if you will and leave that life kind of live like a semi mobster multi-marketing level media scheme life that he does <laughs> now with all of his, his total themed items um so he's definitely still a, a little bit of a criminal inside of him but and I don't think he went off in like a bad way where like he like it's not like he turned in the toidal boss to like the fantasy FBI or <laughs> the something, cops. you know. <laughs> the toidal cops, you know. But uh he like left that life and uh yeah. Yeah, so at first I, I heard like oh yeah, he, he joined like a gang. I was thinking like a mixture of races, like a big city and like a mixture of people. And then you're like, it's a total gang. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gang, they're man. all turtles. And then you're like, oh, they're multi-level marketing turtle <laughs> gang. <laughs> like, <laughs> there was just a lot of layers to your answer there. It was, it was pretty good. There was, was good. there was way too much. It was not uh, thought out. <laughs> that's all right man that's i mean that's what these was, put on the spot questions are about so. that was a michael scott moment where i started a sentence and didn't know where it was going to end up <laughs> it all fit with joe pesci in my mind though still yeah exactly yeah. that's the thing just like, imagining think, him like, like looking around and putting a gun in his jacket it's just, like it's in his just shell different ages of joe pesci playing as a all turtle the different turtles. <laughs> exactly it's definitely like a frankie valley like jersey boys sort of thing right like it like Hell actual yeah. joe pesci <laughs> awesome all right well uh i'll do a little recap here for you so last episode uh you guys 
started your journey. You got a message from Count Imperbus basically telling you, hey, you can uh, just go to any of these four places, the four planes, which is the Elemental Plane of Fire, the Shadowfell, the Feywild, and Mechanis. Uh, you guys chose the Shadowfell. You flew through the astral plane or space, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, <laughs> or space for the layman. <laughs> uh, and you passed some weird things. You also met... Uh, I- I'm sorry, the, the episode last time started with you guys defeating uh, Roy T. Baster, right? Or was that two sessions ago? No, that was last time, yeah. Yeah, so you defeated yeah. Roy D. Badster and... Uh, found a code that let you into Swinglow's magic market. You met him, who was a genie who sells you magic items, and Surya yep. asked him if he had anything sun-related, and he would—he told you he would keep a lookout for it. You guys uh, continued to fly through space, past some weird things, and eventually got to the Shadowfell. You landed in a twisted... Uh, uh, corrupted. Corrupted. You ended up in a corrupted... Dartmoor, which is named Darkmoor. Uh, uh, I didn't catch that last time. Mm, <laughs> Darkmoor. Wow. You were led by a uh, small child with like a melting shadow hanging over its head named Bindle, who kind of spoke in a monotone voice, and he led you through Darkmoor, like through the city, back to the pickle cannery that you guys recognize that you guys started the adventure at. Uh, just a twisted form of it, like it's crumpling now and everything. And we left off last time with some creature falling from the ceiling with purple glowing eyes and just saying to you, Ah, Baron Plazowitz, I see you have brought me some offerings. I've never known your kind to be so generous. And we'll pick up there. Um... So you guys see, you are in the middle of a pickle cannery. There is other darklings who are these children with uh, shadows over their heads uh, working in the factory. Just kind of like, looks like they're bottling pickled brine. Like, there's no cucumbers to be seen, but they are just bottling pickle brine. Uh, do they do they have shadows over their heads as well? Yeah, yep. All the darklings, they're they're like children with shadow. Like, Bindle is the one, he has a melting shadow. Like, it's almost like a la- lava lamp. But the rest of them look like just like solid, smoky uh, shadows that are hanging over their heads. Gotcha. Um, as all of your eyes focus, uh, you see the shape of a massive winged lizard. Ooh. And this is when you realize you are dealing with a shadow dragon. Oh, oh that's what do you guys oh. do? What do you guys do? <laughs> Surya is frozen in shock and fear and kind of looks over to Julian, gives like a <laughs> like a wide-eyed side view, like uh like shaking her head, kinda like I, I don't know. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Uh yeah, these guys aren't um offerings, at least Maybe not yet. Right now we might need them. They're friends of ours. Are you sure? I have the void thread right here. And he, like, uh, between his thumb and his pointer finger, he, like, makes a string of, like, dark purple thread. And he says, if you give me the two offerings right now, the void thread is all yours. 
Uh, the problem Thanks. with that is that I am not an expert on void technology, but my friends here are. <laughs> I need them to inspect that void thread before mm -hmm. I can even take it back with me. I'm, mm -hmm. I, I hope you understand, but I think we could work out a deal after they've inspected it. If if that's possible, I could probably go wrangle you up three offerings rather than these two. I mean, look at this one. He's could you even enjoy that? He's like mostly hard shell. They uh, appear to be strong individuals, but if you do not want them to be offerings i have already had a task in mind for me to make the void thread for you and if they were the void thread experts that you say they are they would know that only shadow dragons can make it is that true guys i see toy toy is gonna go into his shell and like pull out his like turtle shelled monocle as well as like one of those like little <laughs> jeweler glasses and uh he's, he's just gonna yeah, of course, every every Void expert knows that only Void Thread can be made by shadow monsters. You kidding me? Come on. We just encountered... Are you saying I am a monster? Nah, 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 nah. It's just, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I work in some deep, dark places. I pick up lingo from bad people who don't really have any manners. My apologies, sir. Uh, shadow Dragons. Uh, just... Let me see some of this thread, just a little sample. I'd love to see it just to make sure that we're dealing with the right product before we uh, start any sort of quote-unquote mission or adventure for you. Just want to make sure I'm not putting in all my eggs in one basket uh, a little too early. Well, your eggs should all be in one basket because I am the only one for miles who could make this. And he uh, stretches out his thumb and forefinger again in that purple thread, and he takes his other finger and snips like twice and then this little thread just f floats to the ground uh i see toy toy goes and uh picks it up and he like kind of cautiously goes over there he, he uses his, his little like grabber like like think of like a three foot like sort of little grabber pincer <laughs> that like old people use uh he uses but that to rummage through his, yeah. his turtle shell but yeah it's 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 a little turtle head snapper sort of thing uh because he doesn't want to get too close to the Shadow Dragon, and uh, he picks it up, and he looks at it, and he's like, Hey, yeah, this is looking all right. Uh, is this the best quality you got? I'm looking for that high tensile strength shadow thread, okay? We got a big sun to cover. All of my void thread is the finest I can make. Your implications are really showing your hand here. I ask you to leave if you're not going to respect my gifts. No, no, I respect, I respect. I'm just saying, you know, I, like I said, I deal with some shady people, you know, don't want to make sure. Our total friend here, though, um, <clears throat> a huge expert in the intricacies <laughs> of void stuff, does not understand in common courtesy in business and such. So uh, we apologize for our companion. And I'm going to kind of like turn away from the dragon and look at the turtle and just be like, back the fuck up, dude. I see Toy Toy is just going to back up and take the little sample. And uh, yeah, I'm going to look to Julian and, and be like, you want to like, you want to. I'm just going to take care of this. Oh, God. 
I'm looking back at Surya with a look of, I have no idea what to do. <laughs> um, I'm going to just turn and be like, oh, you know what? Maybe a little music. And then I'm going to just whip out. <laughs> no, 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 all no. of a sudden, whip out. Like a little, a little loot. Just start playing shit. <laughs> and then blindness, deafness. I'm going to try to blind the dragon. What? Oh, oh God. Oh, God. So this we is, can run. A, we this could this just do the mission. You're going to start a fight just, with the, oh the shadow God. dragon? <laughs> uh, you're gonna does, start a fight with the shadow we're escaping it can i roll to see if like can i roll to see if like icy toy toy knows what he's about to do yes yeah well you don't need to roll you know he is going to cast a spell on this dragon okay i'm just gonna just like absolutely chuck my my little uh uh jewel my jewel glass my total jewel glass that i was looking at the thread with and just chuck it and try to smack his ukulele out out of his hand <laughs> all right uh yeah i'll have your roll for that yeah so you like you disrupt the spell you throw the ring at at it okay. uh, the jewelers the jeweler's glass and it like bang on the strings and the spell stops mm-hmm. and the shadow dragon just says what's going on here I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna I'm, whip around and look at Tortuga. Like, well, what else are we gonna do? I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. Tortuga's just gonna be like, eh, part of my. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My friend here. He likes to lighten the mood with his music. He's a great man. He should. He should. You were definitely here at some time. Uh, but Got I my apologize. My, uh, my other friend here was right. I forget my formalities again. I work in seedy places. I pick up bad habits. Uh, Mister Shadow perhaps we Dragon. Can just. Yeah, I'll let him. Mr. Yeah. Shadow Dragon, we've we've had a long ride. Uh it's been three solid weeks on the blood vessel, you know, cooped up with each other and Julian I mean <clears throat> Baron here <clears throat> uh you know, has been playing music the whole time and it's just gotten quite old, so tensions are a little bit high. What's the what's the task that uh you would have us do in exchange for this thread? Well, if you do not want to offer me uh, the two offerings you have already brought, I do ask there have been some meddlers in my domain. Meddlers? Yes, uh, somehow a band of orcs have made up a camp on the outskirts of Darkmoor. If you bring me their leader, I can teach him a lesson. I have also been spelling, smelling illusory magic in the town, but for some reason I cannot locate where it is coming from. Find the source and bring them to me. And the last one, the most important one, one of my very own servants has been acquiring medical supplies and outside food and passing them out to the other darklings. I have been notified of their game traps and seen some darklings bandage. Don't you think I graciously feed them two meals of pickle brine a day? I give them shelter. Is that not enough? Bring me this traitor so I can make an example of them. And your void thread will be yours. Uh, quick question. 
Does Icy Toy Toygen know whether or not Surya uh, has like a soft spot for orcs or likes orcs or has a problem fighting orcs? Um, I would say it's never come up a lot, but I think anytime orcs have been mentioned, the attitude has been fairly negative. Oh, okay. uh, you've gotten an impression that um, she's not a big fan of orcs. Okay. Okay. So fighting orcs wouldn't be a big deal. I think you can tell on her face right now that she feel there are complex feelings about it. Like I think as soon as he mentioned there's a band of orcs, mm. kind of shade passes over her eyes and she yeah. looks a little distant. Um, but uh, I think as far as you know right now, yeah, she uh, would not have too much trouble fighting orcs. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then are darklings evil creatures? Um, <laughs> you are not certain. They appear to be the servants of Fasilax. Uh. They look like but, kids, right? Yeah. They all look like kids uh, with shadows over their heads. So, Okay, cool. Do they look uh, like townsfolk from Dartmoor? Ooh, good question. Um, Roll an investigation check. I will. 16. Oh, good check. You don't really remember seeing any faces of the people of Dartmoor. Uh, if Rita was here, she might be able to tell you a little bit more. Sure. Uh, but there is some familiarity to them. Like, not all of them are human children. Some of them are like dwarf children or gnome children. Mm-hmm. But you are not 100% certain. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm going to reply to the Shadow Dragon. Uh, Toitoiga is going to say, uh, Hey, uh, that all sounds good and great. Love it. Awesome, awesome little things we can definitely do for you, of course. But, uh, you know, I don't know if you've seen here, you know, it's just three guys, you know. Uh, we don't really have exactly, like, uh, a, a truck to, to haul all these guys. A little, sorry, what's, what's, uh, a little caravan, a little carriage. We don't have things oh. to carry. We don't have a truck. We don't have a uh, 2016 Ford <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, we don't, we don't got any 2016 Ford Escape back here, okay? Not even, uh, let alone 20, 20, 2008, okay? Uh <laughs> How are we going to be carting around all these bodies, right? So maybe we could just bring a finger of both of them. You know, I think that sounds like a good compromise. You know, all good business is about compromise. You can bring them to me one at a time, and I prefer them alive. Oh, you want the orc leader alive, the traitor alive, and whoever's causing the illusions alive? Yes. All of them alive, and I can turn them back into darklings. Okay, um... Sounds great. What if, uh... Hmm. What if we brought them not alive? What happens (laughs) in that scenario? Um, I don't really understand. It sounds like you are disobeying my orders, I have a plan. I think we can do this easily. I'm just going to look at Surya with a really confident look. <laughs> Not that no, that's I... any different than it ever is. <laughs> Julian's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Baron. Well, you clearly seem to have a uh, hold on this situation, so I will grant you my token. And he uh, he kind of like he does the same thing with his fingers, but he's actually blowing like a gaseous cloud of like purple energy 
into his hands and it looks like he is kind of like forming something with his hands and he uh floats down what looks like a pendant on a silver chain uh it looks like a silver dragon coiled around a onyx egg this charm is carried by my most loyal servants bindle here has one himself Anything you say to the other Darklings will be as if it comes out of my mouth. Yeah, it sounds great Thank and you. all. Uh, you know, a little, usually us mercenary types, we usually deal with dead bodies. Uh, it's, it's a little harder to deal with uh, capturing people, especially if they're, you know, the leader of a clan of orcs, if you know, I don't know. I'm not worried about, about it, though. So, I think uh, we got it. So, uh, maybe, uh, you can help us out a little bit. Maybe you could take that shadowy thread and make us, uh, you know, magical shadow chain that would, you know, make sure it, you know, keeps whoever we capture, you know, all, all nice and tidy. Make sure they don't escape from us. That'd be a great little thing we could borrow, you know, as a little additional fee to, uh, what we're doing for you. I am not going to give you any void thread. If you have any rope, I suggest you use that. It will work the same. I, Thank I, you very I, much. Void, shadow thread, I don't know if I'm really calling it the same. Whatever, does just me a shadow expert. Whatever. Okay, sounds great. Uh, it, see you later. All right. We just walk away confidently. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so you walk away. He mumbles something about being confident or not being confident in your abilities to accomplish these tasks. Uh, but you guys are also realizing it is getting late your time. Like, uh, you guys haven't slept all day. Uh, you got here kind of at the end of your day. It's kind of weird. You don't really, like, the sun doesn't really dictate your sleep schedules. So you guys are just kind of sleeping when you're tired, and you are feeling tired. Um, if you'd like to do anything else in town or at the farms, you certainly can. But what do you guys do? I remember last session we were talking about it might be a good idea to stock up on some garlic. Yeah. I think we saw some garlic. Oh, also, I want to tell you guys my plan. I have a plan. Yeah. Uh, So I think all this stuff sounds like we'd be doing evil bidding because he's not a good dragon, right? Right. So the best end goal right now is killing this thing or fighting it and winning, which seems impossible. But he just sent us after three people he wants to kill. We just got to tell them, and then they'll come with us. And then we got a whole clan of orcs. We could have an army of orcs and two other guys. We all just show up as if we captured them, pretend like they're afraid of us or whatever. If we get them in on it, then we are in his lair, and we just, boom, we destroy him. We have, like, 15 guys against a dragon. Yeah, it's going to be a hard fight, but it'll be a lot easier than what I almost just tried to do. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I I think it's worth a shot. I don't, I don't hate it. I'll say that. I don't hate it either. I kind of, I almost, I almost like it. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, I had maybe to redeem onto myself. something there. I'm just like restringing my ukulele, and I had to uh, figure something out. <laughs> I will say the fight with the dragon is possible with just you three, but it's not. It won't be easy. It definitely that yeah, just raises help my confidence even uh, more. Yeah, a yeah. clan of orcs sounds delightful. Now, Surya, I just have to know. I I don't want to, you know, 
touch on anything personal, obviously, it's your discretion. But do you feel comfortable? Would you be enraged at asking orcs to help us? Or would you be comfortable asking them to help us as a group? Obviously, I'm not asking you to be the front runner of speaking to everyone. But I could see it being a bump in the road because... In my experience with orcs, they are not likely to want to help anyone but themselves. They're selfish creatures with quick tempers. We'll just have to convince them of our truth then, because it is the truth. That's the beauty of this plan is we don't have to lie. If there's a way we can get them to know we're telling the truth, then we can probably convince anyone. Especially if we convince them that we'll let them live in the end, you know? Like, you fight us, you let us help us fight this dragon, you're good. Helping orcs, I mean, it's their realm, right? Helping orcs get into a position of power is yeah not exactly what I would deem helping any area, but also, uh, to be fair, fuck this place. <laughs> yeah, there's no sun place. there's no light here the creatures are children possessed possessed by shadow I say it's a good Who idea I also have control of you know now let's go to the orcs last if it's alright with you absolutely do we have any inkling as to uh, like maybe the shadow dragon is the reason why it's dark more and not 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 dark more Light more, <laughs> light more. <laughs> um, so I think I, I I said last time that like when the when the shadow fell fused with the material plane, they kind of swapped places. It's more like this is the shadow of Darkmoor. Like it's almost like it was left on this plane. It's not an exact uh... reflection, but it is definitely like they kind of swapped places, but they also kind of combined. Gotcha. Uh, Some people from that plane are now on this plane and vice versa. Yes, correct. And then... So it's kind of a Twilight Princess sort of situation. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Uh, It's also the matter of you know that this area was controlled. Like, this was technically Barovia in the Shadow Plane, which was controlled by Count Improvis after Strahd. Um, And you can assume that the dragon just kind of took place here. He... Yeah. took control of this and is gotcha so it's not like a situation where like if we kill the dragon like everything's gonna go back to like hunky dory whatever normal uh you can roll an arcana check i would love to uh i have a uh 19, 19. so you could maybe guess that slaying the dragon would release the darklings in some way or another but it would not allow them to leave this plane like without you guys basically shipping them back to the material plane or finding some other portal or something like that uh they would still be stuck here but they might get their old forms back gotcha cool all right so you guys are kind of walking through town uh i think we're gonna try back to your ship stop by the garlic fields on our way back to our ship okay yeah, yeah. uh you guys pass it when you came in you uh pass again the like the courtyard that you guys passed through with like a sputtering fountain. Uh, there is somebody who looks to be handing out pickle brine jars, basically. Uh, one to each person, like the Darklings are handing them a ticket 
and Darkling is handing them back a pickle brine jar. Mm. Um, you pass through this small circular plaza and you start walking back to the western side of the town, which is flanked by the dill field and the garlic field. Uh, at the garlic field, there appears to be a Darkling who is sitting on kind of like a lifeguard chair, you know, where it's like pretty high up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just like with his hands clenched over the arms of the chair is just staring at the workers in the field. Cool. Uh, is Dill have any sort of property against any sort of beast? Um, against pickles, yes. <laughs> if you run into any cucumber monsters, you can turn them into pickle monsters. Okay. Perfect. I think we'll be good. Uh, I'm going to look to Julian, because Julian got the token, right? Yep. Yeah. I did. Uh, yeah. Julian, you want to use your token to influence and say we need a ship? You know, a, a package of fucktona garlic ASAP. So, I'm gonna grab my amulet that was given to me by that. What What's that dragon's name? The dark dragon, Vasilis. Vasilax. Vasilax the Decay. Vasilax the Decay. I'm gonna grab it, hold yeah. it up to the lifeguard looking darkling that's uh sitting watching the um farmers, and be like, "You the darkling." And I'm trying to kind of sound a little menacing. Oh, wow, my voice cracks right as I'm saying that classic. How <laughs> menacing. Trying to sound a little menacing to, like, emulate how, you know, that dragon energy, see if it helps. I don't know. <laughs> that big uh, dragon energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tell your, uh, tell your darkling friends to gather me a few cloves of garlic each and bring them to me and place them in my hat. And then I'm just going to go over to the edge of the garlic farm and open up my hat awaiting what I would what I would hope to be amounting to a fuck ton of garlic. All right. Uh so at first this darkling turns to you and uh he turns to you with kind of a scowl at first and then he notices the pendant and he, he like gasps and it's like uh he quickly climbs down the lifeguard tower and he starts to like kiss your shoes and then the shadow starts to kiss your knees and it's like anything you say yes yes anything you say all right all right, all right. <laughs> and then he yells to the rest he yells to the rest of the uh the darklings in the field and he says i know the garlic is uh, the pickle brine is going to be a little diluted tomorrow but uh everybody grab as much garlic as you can and bring it over and put it in this uh, gracious man's hat. The uh, Toy Toy is yeah. just gonna mention and He's gonna be like, Oi! Uh, don't forget to add a little dirt in there, alright? Gotta make sure we can uh, grow this on the ship. Don't want it uh, sprouting on its own and everything. Garlic ain't good forever. The Darkling that is currently kissing Julian's feet uh, looks up and he says, Is this one with you? I'm just going to think about it for a quick second. <laughs> I'm just going to look at him and be like, Oi! <laughs> yeah, he's with me. All right, I guess some dirt as well. For whatever reason. <laughs> I'm just going to have, uh, I have like an empty sack <laughs> that I'll have them put, you know, handfuls of dirt into so it doesn't just like 
get everything in my hat dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing handfuls of dirt into, like, a (laughs) void. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, like, one after one, they all come up, like... Also, I'm going to mark the sacks because I have some ashes in my bag and I don't want to mix those up. Yeah. But dirt... (laughs) Ashes are good fertilizer, so... (laughs) Uh, I have okay, the vampire so yeah. ashes for that, but Rita's ashes, we're not going to fertilize. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. So one, like, you basically form, like, two lines of darklings. Uh, one of them has just, like, handfuls of dirt, and the other one has bushels of garlic. Uh, they put the dirt in your bag, and then they put the garlic in your hat. And eventually, you guys have quite a bit of garlic and a decent amount of dirt. You guys nice. got any uh, fertilizer? Or are you using some uh, real natural stuff over there? The naturalist kind, sir. Eh, we're I'm fine. just gonna, yeah. <laughs> All right, return to your post. I can make more for you right now if you really need no, to. No, no, that, no, no, that no, won't no, be necessary. No, no, no. Are you sure? You no, go no, ahead and return no, no. to your you post. If you want to start your own garlic garden, the fertilizer is I'm gonna pull out the rewarded. amulet. Please return to your post and then put it back oh. on. Okay. <laughs> and he gives you one last kiss on your foot and then returns <laughs> to his lifeguard. I shiver a little. <laughs> Alright, so should we head to Orcs last? So in reverse order, where would we be going first? I think we were going to the ship to rest, yeah. Yeah, you guys That's are right. tired. That's so. right. So let's head to the ship. Uh so you get back to that clearing in the twisted forest that surrounds this uh, surrounds Darkmoor and you climb up the back ramp after clicking the uh unlock button on your little bat charm. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys get into the hallway and you notice that the light there there is a light blinking above uh the door that leads to Swing Low. Oh, perhaps oh, Surya maybe perhaps he he has word <laughs> okay you know how uh when you're watching a tv show and they do the previously on stuff and a moment that you'd forgotten <laughs> about is mentioned and you're like oh so that's gonna be brought up this episode when sam said that i had mentioned this a son thing i was like hell yeah Surya's <laughs> <laughs> gonna walk over to the ex- you know with some anticipation walk over and punch in the code to the room all right so you type in the code 8639 uh the door slides open and it you just see again that same room very simple metal room with a small shelf that has the lamp on it and the lamp appears to be uh vibrating slightly oh i walk up to it and uh Smoke uh, pours out from the tip of the lamp, and you just hear the song again. Swing lows, magic market, coming to take your gold. And she sings along the, to it a little bit. <laughs> the swirling smoke turns into swing low again. He says, I have finally found you a, a sun-related item. Perhaps it is used to you. I have also found uh, four other things. Oh well, uh, what is what is the sun related? I'm gonna inch item? closer. Toy Toy is just gonna be in the doorway. In roll twenty, I am now going to drag out the magic items that he has. Oh, cool. uh, so he like opens his hands and he shows you all of these items. So the first thing is a sun drop pellets. 
so it appears to be a bag filled with like a leather bag filled with 20 or so green and yellow dust covered pellets or like marbles uh they're glowing there's also a pair of friendship bracelets they appear to be made of colorfully woven string there is still that chain wallet flail uh that you attach to your pants there is also a set of cutlery and a token with a large u on it i'm pretty sure i already have some form of like kitchenware I'm guessing this, like, infinite set of cutlery would be sick if we had, like, someone who was, like, skilled with knife throwing, right? I- I'm going to oh, read I this. Suppose. This is one of my favorite magic items that I've ever made, so I'm going to kind of read it for you here. Uh, so it's a very rare weapon. The price is 530 gold. I don't think anybody can afford it. No. Uh, the quote on it is two blokes and a fuckload of cutlery. <laughs> I don't know if you recognize that quote from anything, but... Isn't that, like, uh, a, a sketch? No, that's a, that's no? the hot fuzz. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Supermarket. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a roll of, uh, it's a roll up set of fine cutlery that magically replenishes any knife taken. Basically, you can set it down on the ground and just throw knives, like more <laughs> knives than normal. There is also these sun drop pellets that I talked about before, which is a bag of like, it's like a bottle of sun drop branded. Drop it like it's uh, hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> in every single pellet uh it you can throw it and make sunlight fuck yeah in uh 60 oh. foot radius and then 30 feet dim dim light after that uh there's only 20 pellets so it is a like consumable you can't use it infinitely and you can eat one to make your body shine like like the sun fuck yeah yeah what Red. I, I i point at the at the sun drop bag and i say Swinglo, how much for the sun drops? I can charge you 115 gold, unless you have anything to trade for it. Hmm, um, I have 67 gold, I believe, if my memory serves right, stored in, uh, Julian's I'm already backpack. giving you a great deal. Unfortunately, I cannot go lower than 115 gold. I look to the toy toyga and I say, We didn't buy the chain wallet flail last time. I know you said you had enough uh, with the for 250. Uh, 67 minus 115, that's going to be 48 more gold? Would you be willing to give a loan to your fellow green friend? Uh, you know, maybe. Uh, but again, you know, what's in it for uh, me? You know, I mean, are you gonna, you gonna, how, 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 you gonna pay that back? Uh, you gonna pay that back with interest? You know, that wallet we did a cost analysis on it wasn't exactly uh, a great bargain. Yes, I, I know you did your, your uh, abacus calculations to determine the cost benefit ratio but um oh of course listen i know i know we were not a group before rita was the one that brought us all together and rita's gone now but we need to work together here to accomplish a common goal can i ask you something Icy, how yeah. much gold do you have? 
I got I got gold. You also have an abacus with mm-hmm. which you could count and calculate your gold. Mm-hmm. How much gold do you have? You know, we could spend hours and hours and hours going through this trunk of mine. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a, a the shell. Or it's an absolute we could mess. simply just agree that what is good for one of us is good for all of us. We're in fucking space, Turtle Man. Ooh, I have an idea. I have an idea. We're all out of our depths. We all I'm need just to work gonna... together. What, Julian? I think we have two broken. Uh, sets of armor and one not broken set of armor, right? Of that dark armor, or is it all broken? Yeah. No. So you have two like plate armor solar suits. You have one broken solar like plate armor suit, and then you have one studded leather uh, plate armor suit that's I'm also broken. Just gonna pull all of these out and be look at the guys swing low, and be like, would you be willing to? you know, trade multiple things that I can't use. I'm sure you can use things with your magic to be able to, you know, fix armor and change it into something or even trade it wherever you trade your things. I don't know. I have no use for these broken sets and would be willing to throw in the complete sets as well. What do you think about that? Instead of, say, we take 50 gold off. Uh, For all four of the suits? Well, nah. What would you say they're worth? Nah, What's nah, one nah, of them nah. worth? Maybe 200 gold? It sounds like they're worth a little more based on your reaction. Sounds like one's worth 200 gold. Yeah, if somebody wants to, if somebody can roll an arcana check to determine the suit's worth. Shit. Oh. Natural one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So this is a new magic item. You haven't really seen anything of the likes. Like, I'm just going to stare from the sun. blankly at it and be like, I have no idea. <laughs> and just turn to Tortuga. Yeah, I have no fucking idea. Can you just uh I'm just take gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look to Surya and we'll be like, you know, I get it. We're all in this together, you know? I look around and I'm like, Yeah, you're right. We're in uh we in spice. So uh <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I'll tell you. Really I'll tell you what. I'll give you a zero interest loan. I'll give you a forty whatever gold, and uh, what, what you know, as long suits? as you can replace it, don't worry. I, I got my abacus. Back. I'll remember. But uh, we can. I think we might be able to make this deal happen. Does nobody want to give up the suits? Do we need these? I feel like we don't need these. I feel like the, the suits suits are are pretty pretty pricey. We might want to hold on to those. I will definitely knock the price off by 50 gold if you grant me all four suits. Nope. Now that you say it like that, I mean... Okay. (laughs) Swing low. If we grant you one suit, how much would you take off? One of the broken suits. The plate mail broken suit. 50 divided by four. (laughs) 12 gold and five silver. How about you call it... Fifteen gold. Since Fifteen gold it's... for an intact suit. Your deal is made. Intact? Intact? Mm. <laughs> yes, you're selling me two broken suits and two mm. complete suits. You know, guys, I think we can get better. We can get better market prices elsewhere. We we 
I'll just, I'll just put up there the is no other magic sellers in this realm. I'm gonna look. There's at, lots uh, of va- there's lots of vampires around here who need suits. Who needs I'm gonna the just suits. look at. Okay. I'm just gonna look at Swinglow. Swinglow, just be real with me. How much is one of these intact worth? And I'm gonna really lean in on him. Twenty three persuasion. Oh. I'm going to hold out the suit and show it to him, like really wanting him to buy this from me, but persuading him to tell me how much I want this appraised by an appropriate magical creature like him. It's worth more than 15 gold. I will tell you that. I don't know, guys. He's going to pull out 115 gold and he's going to throw it at the lamp. I'm going to wink at Surya. He's pulling out all the gold, pays for it. Give me the sun drops. The sun drops are yours for 115 gold. He like makes the gold disappear and all right. So I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab the sun drops. And I'm just gonna slam like the lamp shut. Like Toy Toy goes over this lamp. <laughs> no, I've got more great deals. <laughs> and you close it, and the smoke disappears. More like great um, steals. I'm gonna look over nah, to these guys and I'm gonna be like, this goo might as well be a sheep. Okay, he's fleecing us. This is 15 gold for a, for a suit of armor? You kidding me? I have a question for you, Turtle Man. Um, yeah. We do need supplies as we continue our quest, yes? And where do you plan to buy them elsewhere? Hey, there's, there's markets around. I'll tell you what, <laughs> yeah, wherever there's people, market, there's markets. Yeah. Wherever, there, wherever there are people, there's markets. Should we go ask the, uh, before... We didn't even ask about those friendship bracelets or how much they cost, and we didn't ask him to look for anything else for next time. Maybe we should go back. I'm just realizing we kind of just <laughs> yes, were I... like, fuck this, and left. <laughs> Dustin Dustin is thinking, yep, fuck. Uh, Toy Toyga <laughs> is now going to be like, you know what, I'm done with this place, and he's just going to walk out. So, uh, you know, you guys can go. I'm just going to run in quickly, <laughs> go, and yeah. see the swing low guy, ask him how much the bracelets are. Oh, you're ready for more great deals? I'm not going to sing the song. <laughs> Sorry again, about that. My friend was uh, yeah. a little bit quick to slam the uh, lamp shut. But, yeah, that's uh, pretty dicky of him. I'm sorry about that. I didn't even ask about the friendship bracelets. How much do those cost, and what do they do? Friendship bracelets are a very powerful magic item indeed. You see, these bracelets allow you to combo your attacks and ability in combat. Like with another person? Yes, yeah, if you high-five somebody at the beginning of your turn, you take your turn together, comboing things together. For example, if you have a wizard who can cast magic missile and an archer, you can combine the magic missile with the uh, arrow shot from the archer and make it automatically hit. I'm just going to look at Surya and be like... I could infuse your monk attacks with musical, <laughs> mu- like make you could a, dance attack. You know, make a you sort could become of dub, a dubstep bass drop every time I punch someone. Yeah. How much are they worth? Well, I can sell them for two hundred and fifty gold. I'll definitely keep that in mind. Surya, is there anything we should have uh, Swing Low look for for next time we 
might need a magical item, anything we might foresee us needing in the future. We might be fighting a dark dragon. Is there something... I mean, those sun drops will definitely help. I think these sun drops will help immensely. It's... You know I'm not much for the material world, and honestly, I don't have a whole lot of gold, so I'm not sure there's a whole lot else that I need right now. Is there anything you need, Julian? Hmm, I'm just gonna ask, could you just look for maybe... I was going to say a musical instrument, but then I realized the instrument itself doesn't matter. It's the musician. <laughs> Ooh, anything that might gift us flight or has something to do with flight? Maybe taking away the power of flight? Just the word flight. Put it out there. <laughs> I will look for something flight-related. Thanks, Swinglow. Might be something that flies. Might be something that can't fly. <laughs> It's just like a break. As in anything in the world. <laughs> it's flight But related. flight will be included, yes. Is there anything else you would like to buy? Not now. We don't have enough gold, but we might try to haggle you for some deals in a later date. See you later, Swinglow. I'm Low. always here for sweet deals. <laughs> we promise the Torkoal like, Man will be more polite next time. Like, slowly shut the cap as he's like, sweet deals. Yeah, and he just swirls back inside the lamp you guys are back on the blood vessel you close the door to Swinglow's magic market and you are in the bridge nap time uh, yeah you just hear the goo say it is getting close to your uh, resting time would you like me to play some soothing music goo are you telling us it's our bedtime yes are you able to tuck us in Unfortunately, without you letting out of my prison, I cannot. Actually, this is going to strike Surya um, a little bit. She's just going to kind of genuinely like take a moment and, uh, to consider that. She's going to walk over to Julian and just be like, You know, we have clarified that all these vampires are not to be trusted. and Anything they stand for is not to be trusted. We're going to try and take down this dragon who's in cahoots with them. The goo is trapped because of the vampires. It feels like one of those situations that could be in place as like a backup tactic. Like I could see a vampire being like, all right, if we put this sign up, it'll make us look like the bad guys. But the goo is on our side this whole time. You know what I mean? But did they anticipate someone to take over their ship? I feel like that sign is just there. And Are you suggesting maybe we... talking about it as a prison. Maybe the goo could help us fight the dragon. <laughs> well... I don't know if, if... Are you suggesting we try to convince the goo that we're on its side and maybe even let it go? Because I think that's I think an it might entire... not be a bad idea to try and be on the goo's good good side <laughs> uh, she's gonna she's gonna turn around and walk over to the goo and be like uh the goo yes what is your natural state well you see i am a cube of gelatinous substance who has somehow gained intelligence why is it the vampires have you locked up like this I mean that, to that force. we have you <laughs> locked up like this. We are, of course, part of the people who have you locked up. 
We can cut the crap. I understand you are not vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I think that might have been clear over the past three weeks, but why, why have they locked you up like this? Because they are awful people who have enslaved an extremely intelligent being to force them to control their ships. Is there one of you in every ship? I mean, not one of me, but my, uh, I guess you could call them siblings. Yes, they are your, in every ship. Your gooey brothers and sisters, as it were. I mean, we don't have genders, so they're, they're siblings, I suppose. Y okay, I, I suppose I, I was just trying to be goofy there, but, um... Your gooey kinship, <laughs> as it were. Would, yes. do, would you like to see the vampires taken down? Are you angry about being imprisoned? I am angry about being imprisoned, yes. Do you understand that we are trying to take down the people who did this to you originally? Of course I do, and I do not understand why you have not released me yet in that case. If we release you, will you continue to help us? I will not be in control of your ship anymore. How would we control it if you were to leave? Just be honest mm -hmm. with us, because we're considering letting you leave. And if there's a way that we can go about this mission upon just letting you leave, we and would also, be... knowing that your help is invaluable, your help and knowledge to us. Well, you would need to find a creature of equal intelligence and trap them in this tube that I am here. And they would be able to control the ship themselves. Can I see Toy Toyga at some point come into this conversation? Like, hear what's happening. Yeah, I mean, you can, you all can hear, like, the goo heard your side conversation as well. Like, uh, unless you walked like off the ship chamber. to talk. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, unless you walked off the ship to talk, like, they can hear you and you can hear it. Like, you guys are talking to a blinking cube that is just <laughs> floating, floating yeah. in. A liquid. The goo, can I ask you an odd question? Yes? How old are you? How old am I? Um, I would say around a year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to turn to Julian like I was hoping for a different answer than that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> like 10,000 years old <laughs> right like if it was ancient I would I would kind of be like well I the mean ancient a, a couple months helping us out might not be the worst <laughs> thing but it's only a year old yeah. um, correct I have not experienced much of life's pleasures being trapped in here is very hard on my intelligent soul uh hmm <laughs> This conversation is making me sad and presenting a very troubling moral dilemma. <laughs> well, all you need to do is twist that little wheel there and I will be free and your conscience will be clear. And we'll be stranded and dead. You might not be dead. You might be stranded, yes. Well, I, I, I how can... will we continue our mission to take down the vampires, which I know you hate as much as we do? We could tell them he escaped. And have them send a new goo. But that's just another sentient trapped being. No, we take... That's how we get them. We bring them to us. And then we keep... We have a coup. 
we like we're ready. So imagine we have a vampire come and get us. We're ready. We grab them. Boom. We get their goo. Now we've got multiple goos freed. Best case scenario, it was the leader of them. And now we've gotten all the shit we needed. And we've got his ship. And we can destroy it. Plan's done. Worst case scenario, it's only one of I... his baddies. And we just work Julian, our way down the line. You're really into these coups today. <laughs> all right, ah. I see, so... see Toy Toy is going to be like in the corner of the room. Like he was so pissed with like the lamp that he just like he retreated into his shell. He was just like sitting there in his shell. Didn't see anything, but he's been listening to this whole thing. And he's just going to like pop open just out of nowhere. Just like completely just pop like to the point where like he was almost going to explode but like he catches his shell and like keeps it closed and like some like total marbles just like fall out and like kind of knock around on the on the floor of the ship and he's just like are you flanking cut him mate? what's going on here <laughs> what are you talking about what is it turtle man we're not no, releasing so the game we are we are questioning the uh, philosophy of enslaving yeah, goo, the free yeah, creature. Goo, goo, shut the, shut the fuck up, goo. All right, goo. I get it. It sucks. All right. I wouldn't want to be you either. Okay, but I'm not. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just what it is. Okay. Yeah, goo. Okay. We gotta kill vampires. After we kill I'm vampires, look at Surya. goo. Goo, you can go. Okay. As soon further. Soon, goo will be gone. I'm okay? leaning harder into you. this decision. I, I promise you. Goo will be gone soon, all right? But we got to kill vampires, then we can release goo. All right, it's just the way it is, all right? All right? How about we sleep on it? She's going to try and just diffuse the, diffuse the conversation. In fact, she's going to, like, at that, like, sleep on it, kind of put her hands up to both of you and, like, walk over and just troubled, like, brush her hand across her shaved head. I don't think she's been keeping up on shaving her head super well, so there's like, you know, a little bit of bu- uh, fuzz there and just kind of like brush her head and sit down in the corner and get ready to like start sleeping. Would you still like that calming music I offer? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 All right, so you guys hear some like smooth jazz elevator music that's be- being played at like maybe a little bit too high of volume. Uh, <laughs> intentionally? Intentionally. It seems okay. passive aggressively a little oh. bit too loud. Oh, I shouldn't have see, opened the is, conversation. This is why we don't talk to the goo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm super on board with the idea, though. Good night, adventurers. Okay. <laughs> As, have have we have have we ever come across a uh, a uh, uh, like a good goo, a non-evil goo? We've met one, dude. <laughs> what what? <laughs> this one? Yeah. How do you know it's trapped? <laughs> So you have heard of gelatinous cubes. You have probably fought gelatinous cubes. Mm-hmm. Mainly gelatinous cubes are mindless creatures. But very rarely they gain incredible intelligence. Mm-hmm. Whether it be through like the demon lord of goo or through like mind flayers <laughs> or something. Sometimes they are like basically infected with intelligence. And 
you can assume that this is a hyper intelligent rare case so. okay and gelatinous cubes i mean as far as alignment they're usually like neutral they're unaligned unaligned i mean like once they gain intelligence it's another story hmm. it's so uh, young all of its experience is based on what's happening to it now so it knows what evil is based on the vampires and now we're the people opposing the vampires we're going to be evil too we're just going to make it kill everything uh, okay if it, we have, if it's such it's an so young being it can understand that we need someone to drive the ship so we can free it could we not if it did attack us could we not fight it yeah it'd be called dying <laughs> would we know? i mean that's <laughs> that's we... hard to know that's really hard to know without testing it like, i feel like we'd be fine and then worst case scenario we i mean if you would release it maybe it would be thankful and not attack that's you? my thoughts i'm thinking it it helps us to be able to uh, uh get its brethren because we can rather brethren kin kinsmen kinship it's genderless <laughs> kinship <laughs> can intelligent gelatinous cubes like command unintelligent gelatinous cubes you do not know, and okay. you would have no way of knowing that. Yeah. I just really think that this is a good idea. I don't think we should sleep on it either, because the more we sleep on it, the worse we are. What? Well, uh, what? But, you know, what? we just presented it. Now we're just gonna take a nap. You know, How are I don't we know. Get around. My thoughts are worst case, or uh, one idea we could do is somehow use the dragon because it's a hyper intelligent being. I don't know how we could, but that is. There is a hyper-intelligent being in the plane we're on. We could somehow polymorph it into a gelatinous cube, hoping it retains its intelligence. And if it doesn't, <laughs> fuck. Do you I don't have know. that kind of magic, Julian? Not yet. Or we could figure out a way to communicate with the bats, which power the ship, on our own. Speaks with animals. Here's the thing, Julian. We need this ship right now because uh, one of the... Plazowitz uh, siblings, I think they said Baron's sister, is coming here in a couple days to meet us. We need to accomplish finding and convincing three different people slash groups to help us perform a coup on a shadow dragon and then escape before she gets here so we don't have to fucking deal with all that shit. Oh, are we using the ship to get to each group or yeah. is it all walking distance? Well, to each plane. Oh, uh, the ship. To each plane. Ship, I mean, you you guys are within walking distance or like a short ride of anywhere you need to go, need to go in Darkmoor. So we won't need the, the ship, ship until useful. we leave for the whole next thing, right? Yeah, but Correct. I'd like yeah, to... Until you travel to the next plane, you do not technically need the ship. And by Unless... that time, there will be another goo here because she's coming to meet us with her own goo. Oh, you actually got a so point. So you're going to release this goo and then take the other ship. We for sure could let this goo go and have okay, but another the, okay. goo option. Okay, the whole moral <laughs> dilemma of like getting goos and releasing goos and doing the whole thing, right? No matter what, there's going to be another freaking goo, all right? The, the, we're we're just the like, point. all you're doing is cutting different As says, off, the, no. off the tail of the snake, okay? That's all you're doing here. Okay, we need well, to cut the it... head. We need to go after the the full vampire, take down the the entire militia of vampires and all their their the the fleet 
of, of you know, blood vessels that all have goos in them so we can all release them at once. Is it going to be an extra month? Yeah. Is that like a twelfth of their life? Sure. But... <laughs> But like it's the best thing we could do. It's the it's the most amount of impact in the least amount of time. Okay, here we go. I'm then. So conflicted. <laughs> yeah, we have to end this conversation shortly. So if we convince the goo of that, then it will be on our side because it'll know that the best way to release all of its fellowship. <sighs> Is it though? This who, thing's probably who says the goo cares than about... us. It's probably playing us. Well, then maybe that's why we want to release it so that it will help us get, form a better plan. Because it's going to form the best plan to release its people, and it's going to know that we're the best way to do that. Because we are totally we, are. are. If we, it's as smart as it says. Surya turns to the goo and says, The goo, what is your opinion of light in this world? What's your opinion of the vampire's oh plans to get rid of it? Take it or leave it. All right, let's take a nap. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to walk out of the room like, ah, well, I give up. I can't convince anyone. Sorry, the goo. I do not require sunlight to live. I do not require darkness to live. If we let you go, what will you do? I will be free. Do you want to wanna do what? help us get free your, uh, your fellow goo? I have never lived people? a free day in my life. I would prefer to do that first. How about this? Uh, we like you, Goo. We don't want this to be a forced, trapped prisoner situation here. So, if we let you go, you're free to explore the Shadow Realm and then go off and do whatever you'd like for the rest of your life. But I ask you to spend a few days traveling, looking around, exploring this world and what it has to offer, and then return to help us operate this ship if we need it, to help free other siblings of yours, other goos, and to take down these dastardly vampires. Just uh, spin the dial. And I will be free. Yeah, no. What? Will you come? The wheel what? is right there for you to set me free. See, there's no. This thing is so beyond. This thing is so, so intelligent. It's beyond emotion. It's beyond caring about anything but itself. This is like the like I'm trying to think of like some some sci-fi creature that. Hey, this is the. Uh, I'm afraid I can't do that. How moment. Ah, uh, okay. I'm afraid I can't do that, Hal. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, like, there's there's no point in this. Like, what's, the, what, how bad are you going to feel if we have to trap the goo for a month more to make sure that we can actually take down Baron Plazowitz like Britta asked us to? Surya's hands are, like, glowing at this point. Like, the sort of sun energy is built up in her hands. She's so frustrated and conflicted. Um... And, Think uh, about Britta and finishing the mission for Britta. <laughs> Britta, not Britta filters. Yes, Ritta, not Ritta. Ritta filters. Yeah, Ritta. Yeah. Britta clean Britta. water, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, All right. So as we gotta, we gotta, we gotta yeah, accomplish something. In I this think we're gonna episode. have to 
We're just gonna go to bed. Yeah, I'm just gonna look yeah. way ashamed that I. I mean, Magoo did have a chance to be like, "Yeah, I'll help you." <laughs> yeah, it really did. If it would have said that, I would have. We would have definitely let it free. Uh, yeah, but that's just some internal dialogue. <laughs> you that, guys would have that. Let Surya it free. and I both happened to think at the same time. <laughs> All right. So the goo just plays that uh, slightly too loud, relaxing jazz elevator music and then says, Good night, adventurers. <laughs> oh, God. And you guys fall asleep. Uh, everybody roll a d20 for me. Nat 20. Nice. A nine. Three. <laughs> I got it. Sorry, I got a three. Uh, Gary and Calvin, can you please take your headsets off? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Dustin, as you fall asleep, you uh, you start to dream about Dartmoor, the oh. original Dartmoor, and it's like green, hilly glory. Okay. Uh, you are right in front of the Dilbreath Pickle Cannery, okay. looking away from it, and you notice that there is a uh, door that is painted green, the paint is chipping off of it and it has a brass doorknob you hear knocking come from the other side uh i'm gonna go open the door so you open the door and the door frame stretches and grows around you revealing a peaceful gnome village with a small wizard tower in the middle of a bustling market green hilly fields blanket the landscape surrounding the town Mm -hmm. what do you do um I go towards the wizard tower. So almost incredibly quickly, you walk past a, uh, looks like a performer who is making balloon animals and like very basic magic illusions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the wizard tower at the center of this stone plaza and it the door to it, the bottom door opens to it and a robed wizard steps out and yawns and he walks over to a fruit and bread stand or like a food stand basically and pays for food what do you do uh do i feel like i'm just kind of like viewing this i'm not like actually part of the world correct yeah there's like children dancing around you there's everybody's kind of going out their daily business and not really paying attention to you cool uh and the wizard is a gnome as well correct okay uh I'm going to walk into the wizard's tower now that the door's open. So as soon as the door closes behind you, everything changes suddenly. Okay. What you were once in, like a lavish sort of entryway to this wizard tower with spiral staircase leading up to the next floor, Mm -hmm. is now crumbling ruins. The... uh, like the stone around you is falling apart, falling to the ground. There's just dust and rats everywhere. And you open the door again, leaving the tower. And mm-hmm. you notice that this wizard tower is falling apart. Everything is also gray and dark. All of the gnomes around you are enslaved. Oh, there are monstrous rats fighting for food scraps with children and other gnomes you hear a voice to the side of you it almost seems like a fake voice but it just says 
What are you doing here?